little bit longer. Welcome back to the Spirit Studio on the Grand Scheme Boulevard for Lewis and Clark Show. I'm Jonathan Lewis. And I'm Clark Town. Damn it, you got it. And as always, you can email us at lewisandclarkshow at yahoo.com. That's L-O-U-I-S-C-L-A-R-K show at yahoo.com. It's yep. at, right, at sign, uh, oh no, and, and is the thing that people are fucking up. It's Probably. A-N-D, not the and sign. Yeah. Right. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. What the fuck was your week, man? Um. Week? <laughs> I had to crack the beer so you know it was a week. Uh, nah, man, I mean, shit. We're two weeks back in. We told you on an earlier episode we were teacher-heavy. We took a week off because we were so fucking teacher-heavy. Yeah. But we're back, yeah. and we're doing the job we really love that doesn't pay us a lick of nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but you know what? It does help. As my Bad sanity. Religion just sang, my sanity. It's like sometimes I just feel like it's fleeting and it's gone. Okay. And then sometimes it comes back. Could we get, could we petition Weird Al to make a Floridian song called My Manatee? I don't like manatees. Because they're nature's speed bump? Because they're pieces of shit. Dude. What? That's a sea cow. Yeah. And they eat so much grass. If you look at how much sea grass they eat, they are destroying the ecosystem for the smaller fish. Pirates used to fuck them. Is that what? <laughs> you know how like they were mistaken. And I like pirates, and I've read a lot of pirate stuff. And I, I think like you know days at sea, and they like wait, you the, are. They hold on, this, hold on. I don't even want you to finish the sentence yet. Are you? Are you about to tell me that somebody up? Our pirate said, mistakenly mistook mistook a manatee for a woman? Yeah. Like, this is like a known thing. The sea cow, the manatee, was mistaken for a woman, like, all the time. Like, they were, like, delusional and they saw these manatees. Do you think it was because of the one eye patch or how much rum they were drinking? If somebody told me about that a long time ago, I would have never started drinking rum. I think I'd only drink rum if it made manatees look like hot women. <laughs> right, not just not just chicks, but like hot chicks. Yeah, I'm gonna drink some rum tonight. I think we should just drink rum from through the beer. On. We're just drinking rum. Actually, that's a bad idea. Because <laughs> I went through a phase where I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not even drinking beer anymore." I wasn't even drinking beer anymore, and I was drinking like a fifth every time I was drinking. And it was cool. And me and my buddy, who was like maybe 150 pounds, we'd go to the liquor store and we'd be like, all right, what are we going to drink before we go out tonight? And we would get two-fifths. Like, we'd get two bottles of booze and almost finish them before we went out. Um, And then I would carry a flask around with me of rum, and I would just drink rum as I was just walking around and shit. That is a bad idea. Did the manatees turn into mermaids? Um, I didn't see any manatees, thank God, but like, yes. Did the, did the bulldogs turn into... <laughs> the bulldogs, I don't know what the bulldogs turned into, but all I know is, uh, well, I don't know. Be- hole, because I've also run into people, and they're like, oh my God, Jonathan, how you doing? And I'm like, do I know you? And they're like, yes, I'm friends with such and such. We hung out, you know together in a group and I'm like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about and this would just happen randomly I mean I'm a grown adult buying one of the times it happened I was at a massage place 
<laughs> Not that kind. Really? Yeah, I was getting a gift What'd certificate. What did you pay? <laughs> uh, $50, $60. But I was nice. buying a gift certificate for my wife. Uh, and the girl who was selling me the gift certificate, like writing stuff out, she's like, Would you oh. like to upcharge? She's like, oh, hey, Jonathan. And I'm like, hello. And she's like, you don't remember me, do you? And I'm like, I, I'm sorry I don't. And she's like, oh. And I was like, I used to drink a lot. She's like, I know. Oof. And I was like, hmm? So there's a, I have a time, I have a gap. Um, a blackout gap, and it's maybe six months long. So yours is done. Would you say you remember most things now? Um, because I know that mine Not is... in, yes, yes. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll have my moments where, you know, you or somebody was like, yeah, and I was like, Oh, we talked about that already. Oh, okay, cool. But not like um, I'm. T- I'm talking a length of a yeah. length of time that wasn't like oh, I didn't remember last night because I blacked out. Like a six month block of time that I don't know what the fuck happened. See, so I was yeah, trying to that's weird. I was trying to retell a story today that someone had told me last year. Mm. Like while I was sober because I was at work. Yeah. And I couldn't remember hardly any details. I was like, this is the person that told me the story. They had this interaction with this other person. Do you want to know why? But I don't remember if it was a good interaction or not. Do you want to know why? Why? Because I did a little research on this. Because it freaked me out a little. When you're blackout drunk... But I wasn't blackout drunk. Apparently you were. Because what happens is your brain will not make memories in that time. That's why you don't remember it happening. Because you, I you are co- You are coherent... And you are there in the moment, and you're doing, maybe not super coherent, but, you know, you're like, I wasn't dead on the floor, I was doing stuff, I just don't remember, because the first step of that is, your brain stops making memories. That's why you're like, I can't, re- try as you might, you will never remember it, because your, your brain did not what process it. I just it. don't care? <laughs> I think that's probably part of the problem, is that when a lot of people talk to me, I stop listening. Like, yeah. we don't really have those interactions. But there are other people that I have about interesting shit. But there's other people that I have like very superficial interactions with. Mm. And they'll tell me something, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And like, you like know. their name? No, that's usually the first thing that goes <laughs> out you, the window. That's how I know I stopped paying attention. I was like, "Oh, two seconds ago they tell me what their name was. Now I don't know anything." My favorite one of those though was uh, Skater Tom, when we met him at Fat Pelican like six times. <laughs> but he was the same way. But crazy is that you're like. I remember your face. I remember the conversation. I remember how excited he was. I remember, I remember where how he cool worked. he was. I know where he works. I know where he lives. I know he rides a skateboard all the time. I no no chance of me knowing your name. It finally caught on after he and I hung out, and we tore up the boardwalk. That's awesome. I would like to go tear up the boardwalk. I think I left your house and saw him get out of a van with a skateboard and a bike, and he's like, "Hey man, you want to go drink?" And I was like, "Ah, oh. yeah, I sure do." I think a great movie is what happened before he got in that van. Because... He was out skating with his bros. And this happened to come out of a murder van because I'm picturing it to be a Who white van. Who said a murder van? I, that's what it I was, was a white van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently I'm saying it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think that's what it was. That, to me, that's what that is. But I don't think he murdered. I don't think no, he... No, no, no. He's not a murderer. No, he's no, not a murderer. No, I don't, I don't think he's got it in him. He couldn't if he wanted to. I don't think he would... People are like, oh, I don't think he'd hurt a fly. I really don't think he would. Seems too nice. I did hear another. Funny... The only thing he would kill is his brain cells. Did I? Did I tell you his, the last funny anecdote I heard about him from the coffee shop that he used to live above? No. <laughs> <laughs> so he moved. <laughs> it's just 
great to live above a coffee shop. Well, he worked there, like, he helped him out, and he would, like, you know, work in the mornings, and he was always super excited to see me when I come in. He's like, hey, bro, he's like, I got this one. And he was, he's just a great dude. But I remember that he came back to visit some friends in town, and uh, I was talking to the guy that owns the coffee shop. He's like, oh, yeah, he was back a couple of days ago. I was like, oh, yeah, cool, how's he doing? He's like, oh, great. Because he forgot he doesn't live upstairs anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So, apparently, he used his old key. Unlocked the door and damn near got shot because the guy that lives there now was not okay with a visitor at one well, o'clock in the morning. Changed the locks, man. P.S. I've been there. <laughs> I think I live here now. And he was like, "Oh shit, big misunderstanding." Yeah, no, man, you can shoot me. How was uh, how was your week, man? Now that we got on the crazy uh, anecdotes, it it was so I started off teaching with kids in the class and remote and then we went full remote so it was just a learning curve man it was getting used to how it works um way 1000 times better than having kids both in my class and not in my class yeah so just just keeping up with things i would much rather have everybody everybody all together uh that's you know i like i like I talk and i like my job and i yeah <clears throat> The and I like the kids. The fun, it's yeah. really what it is. Like it doesn't matter what subject matter it is. You're telling a little story. If yeah. you put it that way, kids remember it that way, and then it's like a story. Like I always tell them, I'm like, any of you guys ever watch TV? And they're like, yeah, moron. Of course we watch TV. I'm like, did you ever watch a a movie? And they're like, what kind of questions are these? And I'm like, did you ever tell your friend about the movie the next day? And they're like, uh huh. I was like, well, did you take notes on it, motherfucker? They're like, no. I'm like, well, just sit down, fucking strap on your seatbelt. We're going to go on a fucking little ride here. I'll tell you to write some shit down later. Quit writing shit down while I'm talking. Let's just have a conversation. Yeah. And it works. And it's cool. Um, And I'm having a hard time with that now. But it's going to happen. And it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But, um, you know, and it was Wednesday. And I was like, I cannot believe... All the work that I've done this week already, and it's not Friday. Yeah. That was a kick in the nuts. Did we hang out Wednesday or Tuesday? I don't know. I don't think we hung out this week. We did. I came by. I brought beers. Here? They're in the outside. Oh, yeah, 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 well, yeah. there might not be, because... Yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think I drank vodka after that, which may or may not have been a mistake. I don't think so. But the reason we didn't have the show last week... Yeah. Um, ...is first week of school, we went to a new campground. Yeah. We, uh... Hitched up the old studio and hot-tailed it out of here with some friends. Um, and it was really cool for so many reasons. The, it was a brand new campground, like less than a year old, a little over a year old. So where's that um, at? Because, I mean, I saw it's like um, the... Just, just west of Myrtle Beach, little Conway, South Carolina. So I've heard... Where the Multiple best things pro about is over Conway, there. and it's so funny. I mean, I guess that that must be like the hot thing in that town because, like, well, there's not a lot going on in Conway. There's, there's from, not much. From the areas that we went through. You know why they built it because the land was cheap. Isn't um, isn't Coastal Carolina like right know. in Conway? It's like know. a little college and yeah. shit. Yeah. I know, yeah, I don't know. I know where we were was like ten minutes away from a bunch of outlets which people were really excited about i don't like to shop so that didn't that wasn't for me those hanger so. outlets are kind of rad though yeah, like, yeah yeah i've done christmas shopping there yeah i think it's great for that yeah yeah so a cool thing would be to go camp and hang out you go bop over to the outlets Knock and come back and get shopping. hammered and hit up 
talk about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm down down with all that. But my daughter got to hang out with a bunch of a bunch of kids of the families that we were with. Yes, please. Um and it was like, peace out, see you later. And it wasn't until we got home, you know, we were talking about having a good time and being exhausted. Um and she was like, you know what? I mean, she was like, it was nice not to have to worry about the mask for a while. Yeah. Because we didn't wear them. This, this, now, this place had a water park, four pools. So we were going down water slides and shit and having fun. Um, it had waiters that would come to the pool and bring you a drink if you wanted That's one. That's awesome. At night, they had, the first night we were there was a, a, like an actual DJ, not just some like shitty guy and doing karaoke. So all the girls oh, like yeah. went up and they were on the list so many times they were crossing them off and letting other people go. They sang uh-huh. songs and had a blast. And then there was a beach music band that played the second night. Cool. Um, we probably should just hung out at the camper and did some stuff with it, you know, played cards and had a fire and did some stuff. It was just... It seemed like go, go, go. Um, it was a lot of fun, and it was a nice getaway. We canceled all our camping trips all year. and Yeah, well, it's been, I mean, 2020's been the year of canceling and postponing shit, and I feel bad about it, because I know that your your wife and daughter had some bigger plans and stuff mm. this summer, and they were bummed. Yeah, but... they missed Taylor. They were supposed to go see Taylor and yeah. up in um, New England, and... You know, that fell through. She was only going to play two shows. So that was like a super bummer. That was right around. But now she's got August. a whole other album to play. And it's yeah, what be... a surprise that was. That yeah. was cool. So I think it's going to be cool when they go next year because she just postponed it a year. Yeah. And it's cool. Yeah. Like... And you know what? They might play new songs on yeah. it. Yeah. So this this new campground had like some really nice campers. Like some re- people had some really nice shit out there. So And the facilities were top and brand new and top notch. And people were cool. That's awesome. But something that I've never seen before. Two things I want to talk about this. One was a guy with like a, it was a little camper, like a little old camper and he had his family and he had a kegerator outside. And he's like, I don't know if he brews beer. I don't know what his deal was. I don't know if he was with a hundred people, like had a big group with him. Yeah. I didn't see a bunch of people over at his campsite ever, but he had a kegerator out there and I never got the chance to go fucking drink his beer. Um, but one night we were riding bikes back and there was a bunch of little kids over by this thing and they're like, well dance for you for five cents. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, do, does everybody think that that is not okay? I mean, they're just kids, man. They're just trying to TikTok. They're going to dance for you for five cents for money. They want to dance for money. I'm your private dancer. You know that Tina Turner song? You're dancer for money. I do what you want me but to do. Private dancer was like in um, Saving Private Ryan. He was like his counterpart. Really? I never. I don't think I ever watched that movie. Yeah. I never really had a desire to watch Saving Private Ryan. Ryan's Private. Yeah. So I always get that movie mixed up with Sleepless in Seattle. Because, it might as well be the same fucking movie. Because it's Tom Hanks, pedophile, and it's him Tom and Hanks is Saving in... Private Ryan, but it's also... I thought Matt, Sleep... da- Matt Damon was yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, he's in it too, but then I think the other thing is that I always remember hearing Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and then Saving Private Ryan... <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fucking bizarre how your brain puts things together? You're like, and yeah, Saving like, Private Ryan is about some guy and some girl. They yeah. were in a diner, and she's like, I'll have what she's having. And so that's Billy Crystal and someone else. 
<laughs> Meg Ryan. No, really? Meg Ryan's a girl. Yeah. She's the girl. In... Saving Private... No. Saving Private Ryan, they're not trying to save Meg Ryan. They're saving the Matt guy's Damon. brother. Oh, wait. Matt Damon is saving... I thought he was the one doing the saving. No, Matt Damon's getting saved. Really? I think so. I don't know. I don't care. And then the other one, <laughs> Billy Crystal runs into Meg Ryan, which... But that's not Sleepless in Seattle. That's, uh... Um, You've got mail. Yeah, that's Sleepless in Seattle. Billy Crystal and her are in, um... What's that? The mail one. No, it's not You've Got Mail. That's definitely not it. But that's what it is. It's Sleepless in Seattle. No, Sleepless in Seattle is Tom Hanks again, and I think it's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Tom Hanks? But that's not... You're thinking of the Billy Crystal movie, and I don't think it's even Meg Ryan. I think it's... And we're, I'm so glad we're not looking this up, so we're just going to keep being wrong. Um, it's so what's wrong with society now? You just look it up right away. It's not something about Mary. It's, no. When Harry Met Sally is Billy Crystal and that blonde chick. And Meg Ryan. Dead. It's not Meg Ryan. When Harry Met Sally is Meg Ryan. Is it really? Yeah. But Tom what's, Hanks isn't in it. No, I don't think so. What's the other one? Sleepless in Seattle is Tom Hanks. And I, I don't, don't know that Meg I Ryan's apparently in it. don't know that movie at all because I thought they were the same movie. Nah, man. Uh, I think the right answer as a boy is I think they're the same movie. Nah, man. Billy Crystal's rad. And watch what? Any mo- every movie. Billy Crystal's fun. He's Mike Wazowski in Monsters, Inc. Right. <laughs> and Monsters University. And when they did those westerns. He wasn't Mike Wazowski in those. He was like in these <laughs> westerns and it was like, they're like city city folk. And he had his Yankees hat on and he rode a horse and he might have been with a guy from uh, the movie where they take the, guy, the kid and he's at Home Alone. I think he's with one of the Home Alone wet bandits. Oh, and God. I think he's one of them, and there's like three of them, and they're like, this really sucks. And <laughs> it's Billy Crystal. You like him so much, you haven't seen the one that's a Western? <laughs> I haven't. Um, speaking of Westerns, I watched an episode of Family Guy where Sam Elliott like, did voiceovers. I like that guy. Yeah, me too. And he says, and hey. And like he's talking to the audience while he's doing this in voiceover. He's like, uh, Big Lebowski fans, I've seen the movie. I don't need to hear it quoted. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that that's awesome. funny. Because I'll take sh- another one of them Sasper- sarsaparillas. <laughs> he would probably punch in the face. Oh. <laughs> I would get. I would maybe say it so he does punch me in the face. Not that I want to punch him back, but like, <laughs> Sam Elliott just punched me in the face. He was a badass bouncer in Roadhouse, and he punched me in the face, and I didn't go down. <laughs> I think that was another, take that. another one of his lines in the movie is like, you know, they say like in Family, they say Roadhouse, and he's like, oh, I was in that movie. Too. <laughs> Thought you'd be bigger. <laughs> I like that dude. I've always liked Sam Elliott. Yeah. Gotta fucking love that dude. I thought that was and great his casting. Mustache. It's a good one. Handsome dude. He's a handsome dude. Yeah. Younger days too. You look at some of those pictures. Of like some of these guys. But he's that always you... been kind of the same guy. Much like uh, Burt Reynolds. As he got older, mm-hmm. he still was the same. He Burt was Reynolds. still Burt Reynolds. He's not like Chevy Chase, who was you know. I Chevy Chase, and then he became like fat Chevy Chase and kind of slovenly. I think Chevy Chase in the later days became like a regular guy because that's what happens to men. And I don't mean that in a way when of... you stop doing cocaine, that's what happens to men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys like that, that you're right. <laughs> guys like that, I don't even know what that means. Um, you want to take a quick break? We should take a quick break. Alright, let's take a quick break. Tonight I'm gonna have myself 
for real good time. I feel alive. Then the world turned inside out and floated around in ecstasy. I don't. I don't know. But they were one of your ones that you were really touting, and you love them. It. um, It's awesome that the more, the more of their catalog. Thanks. That's the word I was looking for. The more of their catalog that I listen to, the more I'm like, yes, yes, this is the band I like. Yeah, they're great. Very cool. I like their dynamics, their vocalists. They're they're just tight. They're freaking, and they have fun. Yeah. Their one album, uh, Hitler Bad, Vandals Good, is awesome. I'm not sure if this song's on that album or not, but uh, they also have one that's coming out on vinyl, and they're like really pumping it. It's uh, Live Fast Diarrhea. No. Yeah, I mean, they're... <laughs> and they're, the vinyl is a white vinyl with a brown splatter coming out, and I was I like, mean, oh, gross. They're, they're a fun band to yeah. listen to. They're, they ha- they, you can just tell they're having fun, and I think that part's infectious. Oh, in case you weren't sure, this is segment two of episode three of season four <laughs> right <laughs> of the Lewis and Clark show segment two episode, yeah okay I got it I don't know yeah L-E-Y-S and C-L-A-R-K show yahoo.com that's all lowercase no spaces yes use the word and kids tell about the Instagram we're also on Instagram oh yeah there's Instagram and I'm trying to keep up on that a little bit I'm doing alright I'll probably do a thing here or there every once in a while I <clears throat> I was trying to say this as sexy as possible I'll try to slide into your DMs <laughs> I mean it's a hell of a lot better than when we had an intern yeah dude try to put some put a picture up here and there and whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh <laughs> do you eat breakfast in the morning no but I mean you don't eat breakfast in the morning before school uh, or I work, mean, rather, whatever that is. I've got my little Starbucks hookup, so occasionally I get like a free sandwich when I drive through the Starbucks, but otherwise, no. You don't eat at home? I do coffee in the morning, and then I starve myself all day, because there's, you know, just a million things going on. So, hmm. then I eat a big dinner, and then I call it a day. And I've actually, I think I've like leaned up a little bit since COVID, and I was drinking up too much, and still probably drink more than... You gotta make sure you eat enough to be functional. I'll, I, I'll eat breakfast in the morning. I'll make breakfast I for the I prefer to be dysfunctional. Yeah. And then I... Uh, I don't really eat until dinner. I'll have a granola bar. Yeah. And some... I, I have some coffee. I bring some coffee to work. And then like about 12.30 I have a... Uh, mm, what did I say? A granola bar. <laughs> or a pack of crackers with some peanut butter, like a peanut butter cracker. And then that's it, man. I yeah. ain't really eating a lot. And um, that, yeah. that's that been working out for me. I, I feel good. Um, dropped, a, dropped a bunch of weight, which was cool. Like, yeah. And I got it to lose. But um, I think but I feel good, and I you know, just want to feel better. And uh, I was curious, have you ever been a breakfast guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, What's your was... breakfast go-to? You know what? And I'm not even sure if they make it anymore. Toaster scramblers were my go-to when toaster I Toaster scramblers? You ever done this shit? I don't so, ever even heard of it. So remember, like, they used to do the toaster strudels where you'd put them down and, like, pop up and you yeah. squeeze the icing and shit I on top? My girls love toaster strudels. So that same company, Pillsbury, 
did sure. like a toaster scrambler, so it was you'd fucking love it. It was like a hot pocket with a flaky, delicious outside. So you'd put it in there. There's eggs, eggs and bacon and cheese inside. And you put it in the toaster. Toaster. And it would pop up. But what if it broke and you had eggs and shit in the toaster? You've seen the toaster strudels. They don't break. They're not a pop tart, man. They're not flaky and wow. terrible. They're delightful and delicious. They really are. Pretty fucking rad. I mean, a toaster strudel blows a pop tart out of the water every day. I, I think they both have their place. I actually prefer a toaster strudel as a dessert. You ate dinner. You got a cup of coffee. I'll have a toaster strudel. Sure. Okay, yeah, you, you can do that. I don't even like heating up my pop tarts. I like taking. Well, that's the thing. A pop tart's not meant to be heated up. I don't think. I know they were like a pop tart, but there's too much shit on the outside to really no, heat no. it up and make it a you thing. You put them in your backpack. Yeah. You put them in your bag, and it's easy. I need something to eat. But I fucking hate a Pop-Tart. I mean, I know that they are better cold. Like, if I have nothing left and I'm yeah. dying in the Sahara, I'm eating a Pop-Tart. Otherwise... I used to be that way. I used to be like, oh, I'm going to have a Pop-Tart. I'll just have this Pop-Tart. And then I'm almost like, this is crap. It's sugar. It doesn't like do anything. Yeah. I tell you what, that green granola bar, the crunchy oh, ass... the oats and two, the Two bars in a package. Nature Valley or whatever You eat a Nature is. Valley... Granola bars, you vacuum and, it in your truck. And, well, don't eat it while you're driving. <laughs> and a bottle of water or whatever, you're fucking good to go. That is a hold you over. I hate to say meal, but that's more than just I'm having this candy bar. Like I'm not hungry for a and long time. I'm glad you said the green that. ones. I also like the orange ones where it's the uh, the peanut peanuts. butter. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, that's I know not one. everyone can eat it because my brother's one of those. He can't really touch them. But mm -hmm. I was allergic to nuts. Just the peanuts, man, mm -hmm. and the tree nuts. Mm -hmm. Which I'm not sure. Pe one of them's a lagoon. That's peanuts. Chili legumes, bro. Cool beans. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> What's damn that? Damn it, you got me. Um, so some bad guy news. Wait. I okay. got a question for you. I'm not done with breakfast no, yet. Far out. I think this is going to be my bad guy news. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay, cool. Fucking, yeah, go. You. Pillsbury. Making, their, <laughs> making yeah. their waffles. Yeah. Or maybe it's Kellogg's. I don't know. I'm going to besperge both of them, because someone let this happen, and I'm not cool with it. Okay. I think I sent it to you in a little message, and I said... Yeah? Um, okay. I think it was Kellogg's, because they make Eggos. Um, blue waffles are for sale at your local grocery Mermaid store Mermaid waffles. Now. Mermaid waffles are fucking blue waffles. And that's gross. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story. <laughs> I was out at recess duty one time, and... Somebody would brought up blue waffle. Do you know what a blue waffle is? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, and they're like, oh, pull it up on your phone. I was like, I will not, because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And they pulled it up on theirs, and I was like, the fuck is this? And I don't know that I even looked long enough to realize that it what it was. So it's also not real, but it's just a really gnarly. Is it not real? I thought it was like a real thing. It's. The internet made it a real thing. Fucking internet. Yeah. Because I... Trusted mean, you. I know. Bill Gates, am I right? I don't know anymore. I trust the internet to give me news and blue waffles aren't real. It has to do with your vagina. Yeah, it's like They're a all blue sad. and purpley, gross looking... No, was it supposed to be an STD or like they stomped on it? Both. I feel like if you stomped on it with work boots, that's how it happens. Take my bouncing souls all up on you. Oh, don't. Uh, I think that puts them in a bad connotation and a bad light. No, no. It's my Doc Martens. My work boots with the bouncing souls. Air, the airwear souls. They, if you call them bouncing souls, then the band might not like us anymore. The band 
took their name from the airware bouncing souls. Yeah, but not because they stomped on a vagina. We don't know what they stomped on with their, their stock markets. Which is true. <laughs> but I don't want to sell the story that we are the ones who said that they did that and then somebody you heard it here first you did not no you didn't (laughs) you did not you did not you did not hear it here first and that is the definition of fake news everybody when i make things up and deliver it as news it's fake we got you got to be so careful even just to be funny anymore because people would be like that's real you're like no 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 No, no, I'm doing the YMCA and I don't know why. (laughs) I don't even know if I spelled YMCA right just then. Did you see the thing before I get off No David? I love that book. Of the guy from Tiger King that was the uh, the Tiger Joe's or whatever first lover and it was, he's No David grown up. (laughs) Because his teeth are all jacked up. It's fucking hilarious. (laughs) I did see uh, one of those little memes going around and it said, I miss... I miss the beginning of COVID when all you had to worry about was Joe Exotic and hoarding toilet paper. It was an, it was a simpler time. <laughs> you really didn't have to worry. You really did. They just said, stay the fuck home. And everybody was like, oh my God, I need toilet paper. Right. I've got toilet paper. I'm good to go. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, kind of refreshing, but now you're like, I, I don't know. Do I go out? Do I not go out? Do I... My favorite thing that a coworker sent me today was, it was that meme that you love with the blonde woman yelling and the cat responding. Yeah. And it was, you said you were sick with coronavirus. Or COVID. And then the cat's sitting there and says, no. And it's got a, like, you know, edited in case of Corona extra. And it said, I said I had a case of Corona. <laughs> and then Love I, it. But then I responded, and I think there needs to be a follow-up. Because my response was 10 out of 10. Wow, golden. It said, I also heard you can get a light case. Ooh. Wow. I mean, we just made the meme that much deeper. We, we sure We did. inceptioned the if meme. If only we could make memes. I mean, we can, I suppose, but... Mm. I suppose you could. I suppose you could. Why don't you do me a favor? Get beer. Get me a beer. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you a little story about a date I went on. Don't tell my wife. I won't. Thanks. I'm glad she doesn't listen to the show. That way I can tell these little stories because it was really funny. So, met this girl. Guess where? Tinder. Internet, yeah. <laughs> On the internet. And we went out for a little date. Basically, we, you know, went to a restaurant. And I'm using air quotes. Basically, it was a bar. And, <clears throat> you know, then we went back to her place. Yeah. Went back to her place. And, you know... You know what happens when you go back to her place after a Tinder meetup? You know? No. Tinder is meant because it started a fire. Ah. So we did the old horizontal mambo. Nice. And? How'd that go? It it went great. It was horizontal mambo. And then early, early, early in the morning, she jumps up. In a fucking panic. And I was like, oh my god, her boyfriend's coming over here. I don't want to get in a fight. And I'm like... What, what, man? What's, what's up? And she's like, I forgot to ask you. You don't have AIDS, do you? And I was like, no. And she was like, whew, because I don't want that again. Oof. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, at least she told you that she didn't want it again. That's good. <laughs> um, Neither do I. <laughs> so, you know, oddly enough... We got some good guy news in the world. 
There are still good guys out there. Even, I'm going to say it, don't shoot the messenger in politics. I don't even know that you can say don't shoot the messenger these days. No shit. Because um, you might not get off scot-free. Which, I don't know what the fuck that means either. But go ahead. Um, not quite scot-free anyway. Um, oh, there it is. Nice. And uh, <clears throat> good guy news. Good guy, good guy. Pennsylvania governor. Uh-huh. I think his name's Tom Wolf. Sounds great. Badass name. Um, Do you ever hear know anybody that says wolf like this? Woof. Only Schmidt. You're like, a wolf! You're like, wait a second. You forgot that there's an L there. A wolf. Woof. Wolf. Woof. You're like, okay. A pack of wolves. Tell me the fucking story, NC State. So, wolf pack. It only goes with the middle finger. Fuck you! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tom Wolf, Pennsylvania governor. Yeah, yeah. So, good guy news. He says, fuck it. He's like, we're recovering from the coronavirus pandemic. It left a lasting economic depression on our state. Let's legalize marijuana. Yeah! We did it! But charge the taxes to support small businesses that were forced to lose revenue during the closures. Okay. Okay. Colorado did it. Right. However, the idea of legalizing marijuana being we will close out the middleman and the people selling it on the street and the quote cartels. We're gonna we're gonna since it's legal, you don't gotta worry about buying it from a guy in the in the fucking alley. Well, How you... much if you're you gotta be careful now if you are charging people and Google hey, it. What's the, hey, what's the, the, the taxes go into this or that? Like, it still has to be affordable for the layperson, or they're going to buy it from a guy on the street. Still, you know how wide and fat Pennsylvania is with half next to nothing. I mean, imagine turning some of that into farmland for weed, and you're telling me the government's going to pay me to farm that shit. So now I'm not getting paid minimal wage by my farming duties. I yeah, you can pay me minimum wage. You're paying those farmers more than they were getting on mm. growing potatoes and corn to grow weed that they're able to sell for a smaller amount at a much higher cost. Mm. Everyone wins, especially if they're taking the tax dollars and going to go support these I, industries yeah, no, that are downtrodden. I agree. 100. Bars and restaurants. I mean, people that were just you know fucking beat down by yeah. this whole pandemic and the closures. I think that's a good guy because he's saying, look, we were suffering. Colorado ain't mm. suffering. It ain't hurting nobody. But I mean, what they've done is they took theirs. They said we're going to improve roads. They improved like every road in the state, and they said, "All right, cool. Now we're diverting it to schools. We're going to make sure every school has one-to-one technology." Facts. It's all like real news. Like I mean, it was in like multiple news sources when I checked. I want that to be real. So I mean, they are able to because it's like a tax they never had before. Like. You know, it's like they're eight or whatever percent that state charges on. I mean, it's this not thing. like that bullshit North Carolina lottery. Yeah, lottery. Yeah, no. Well, that I mean, I went to building. People thought I was going to go to other things, but it would have been cool if it I just went to paying teachers a little extra. But it's all good. Well, um, but these places are able to take that tax and divert it to where they need it the most. And because, look, if you decriminalize and legalize it, it's no longer also. You're not bothering the cops with it. Hey, well, man, there's only, weed above my house. Not, not only that, these guys people down. aren't getting arrested. You're, now your tax dollars are not going to work for that. So, like, Good actual job. other money yeah. is getting freed up. So, that's like a double... You're you're not only creating a new tax, you're freeing up other money. Right. Which, 
I still want people to be held accountable. And I mean those people, not the people buying and selling and smoking weed, but like the politicians. Because now this money is becoming available. But not for them. It's got to be accounted for. Not It's not going in your pocket, in your pocket. Right. That's... And I got a problem with that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, a while back, I played... Um, some rose uh, or some shit. A social distortion song. Yeah. And realized that it was a Rolling Stones song. Yeah, you sure did. And when I listened to the Rolling Stones song, I was like, what in the fuck? A lot of times when people cover a song, it is similar. Yeah. And this was not. But you liked it loved love the social distortion version of it um backstreet girl yeah we talked about it yeah and you told me your disdain for the rolling stones yep and you know what i still okay i still do not want to just sit and listen to the rolling stones i get that however as i've been studying up on Mm. mostly Mostly guitar sounds and how they've come to where they are today and pedals and effects and all that stuff. I'm going to interrupt you one second. Yeah. I love Mick Jagger. Continue. I think he's a prick and he's probably an asshole. But all right, whatever. whatever. Um, but I will say, that <clears throat> as a student of history and as a person that wants to educate themselves, I can respect... One, I, I've always kind of li- liked and loved Keith Richards for being just... Pirate. Johnny Depp's dad. Yeah, always. And, um, right, and that's what we talked about on one episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, because like, you like him as a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. But he also essentially pioneered what would eventually become modern guitar distortion. Why? Because, what was that, this early, mid-60s okay. when... Um, can't get no satisfaction, right? Mm, I can't, you're damn right. That song comes out. He didn't love how it sounded on the radio. He heard it. He had recorded it. He had used one of the first fuzz pedals that Gibson's like baby company, Maestro, made. And he's like, I think it's too edgy. I mean, because like to get any sort of... It was all or nothing, if you to, will. To get like any sort of distortion out of a guitar... Mm people would have either had to dice up a speaker to get that thing to like flutter a certain way or crank a tube amp so much that was like truly driven over what it was intended for to get some some sort of tone from it. Hence the term distortion. Right. Huh. Or an overdrive. Right. When you drive that tube to like, you know, max volume and max everything, those tubes would light up like fire red and they would be overdriven for their purpose so he had used a pedal the first fuzz pedal to get that tone because he was actually trying to write a horn riff didn't have a horn player Mm. and they didn't want to be a keys right keyboard when you say keys so that like that was supposed to be a horn riff and he's like I was just doing a horn riff and holy shit if it didn't you know start a movement it's still almost impossible to replicate that exact tone. Wow. Because that exact pedal, they only made like a couple hundred of them. Wow. Maestro did. And they're all gone. I mean, like, they're either in a dumpster or like a landfill somewhere, or like the guys that have them are like super quiet about having them because people want to buy them for exorbitant wow. amounts of dollars. But it's like, there's something about saying, I've got one. 
It's like yeah. never like ninety seven or right. whatever. And it's like that's kind of cool. So so he he pioneered that distorted sound, and then people were like chasing that thing. And then I mean, I watched the the quiet one on Hulu, which is about the bass player, who, to be totally honest. I still can't tell you who plays the bass. I watched the whole documentary. I forgot right, his name yeah, already. Right. Because um, he introduced himself and I forgot. And uh, <laughs> As things go back. Yeah. And uh, I will say, it's like they got screwed over. Like, I mean, as a band, they were drawing a crowd and they still got screwed by taxes and their record label and everything else like most bands do. Wow. Which is super sad. But I respect the Rolling Stones a lot more than I used to. I still don't well, want to sit and listen no, to them. No, I get that. I but get that. I mean, but I, you see them now as a hard-working band as opposed to... 100%. It, something happened and they right. were there. They wrote. They got in front of it and they were there first. But I so, still hate that we allowed Dancing in the Street to happen with David Bowie. I'm okay with that. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that's a Rolling Stones song. That's just those two guys, as eccentric as they are, saying, Hey guys, watch this. Who gives a shit? Yeah. And to me, it was cool for that. So... Um, I, I know we're long on this segment, but just Brian May from Queen, interesting story too about the tone of his guitar and you never hear anybody's guitar like his. Him and his dad made them. Yeah. And the coils on the pickups, they wrapped the, there's like a copper wire, they you wrapped them. You, and they did it a certain amount of times and they got, until they got the sound that they liked and when they would sound check and they would do stuff, they would put electric tape over all the lights so no one knew what was going on. Like, that sound is his sound, and it's his sound. I mean, they're engineers. Like, it wasn't just, it wasn't dumb luck. And when he threw that first guitar away, and he, you know, built another one the same style, Yeah. he ripped out all the electronics, ah. because someone was going to be watching him throw it away, Yeah. and try and take it, and replicate it. He says, absolutely not. He's like, I've he ripped the is, electronics yeah. out of any guitar I've ever sold. He's like, they can, wow. He's like, I'll put another pickup. You can for have the him. body and whatever. He's cool. like, you can have the hardware, but I think that that original guitar was like his firewood, like place hearth or something like that. Is that right? Cool. It's a cool story behind yeah. his, and I forget the exact one, but I feel like they like took the wood they had, which was like the mantle or some shit, and they were like, yeah, it's maple, it's great, it's mm-hmm. solid wood. Let's make a guitar, and they like glued some shit together, wound it, and I knew what they were doing. Smart dude. I'm curious as to who decided that's the shape of a guitar. Theirs is different from others. But well, a lot, like a lot of people's is, you know, the the horn end might be a little longer. But the but it's I get this part is where your arm goes, but everything else is kind of maybe it's because of the acoustic shape. And I can answer that off off segment because there might be a relation somewhere way back. When. Ooh, relations. Um, speaking of relations, uh, me and my buddies Wiser are missing each other, and we're gonna go reunite here for a second and we're gonna play a fucking kick-ass cover song coming back into the next song so make sure you're listening it's gonna be no effects it's covering frank turner yeah do it
and we're definitely all oh, there you definitely going to hell. This is the part. But we'll have all the best stories to tell. Right on. Yeah, we're definitely going to hell. Cheers. This is going to be our new outro. We'll have all the best stories to tell. And I'm Far out, man. Hey, welcome back to the third segment of Lewis and Clark Show today. Um, yeah, that one's you, bro. Um, hit us up on the email, show at yahoo.com. That's A-N-D, not the little fucking sign. And guess what's going to happen right now? Three, two, well, I can't fucking count right. There it is. Hey. Homie's um, all fucking hooked up. So you... You talked to me about Frank Turner, I don't know how many fucking times. Fourteen million. And I'm like, I don't know who it is. I don't know who it is. I haven't listened to it. Not that I didn't want to or didn't trust you. Just didn't know to find him. It just never came up in my yeah. music listening. And then this song came on one of the channels I was listening to. And I was like, wait a second, what the fuck is this? Yeah. What what song is this? I haven't heard this one before. And this is that one where Frank Turner and NoFX split and did each other's songs, and that's a Frank Turner song. Yep. And I was like, now I gotta fucking go yeah. check this guy Wessex out. Wessex versus the West Side that's is the name cool, of the split man. they did. And they both just covered each other's songs. So Frank Turner did a cover of Bob by NoFX, which we've played on here before. Mm. And it's fucking cool, because he's a... I would say, like, I mean, we're not gonna define what punk rock is, but at the same sense, he plays an acoustic guitar for 90% of his set. Yeah. And then the best is, and I've seen a couple of his live sets on YouTube and stuff. I, I want to go see him. I think he's playing Florida, fingers crossed, next year for the fest. Um, and he puts on a Les Paul, like a hollow body. He's like, every time I put on an electric guitar, I have to play this song. He has the Motorhead uh, Ace of Spades with his band. And oh got- my fucking God. I love that song and my friend's band covered that song yeah. and it might be my favorite version of that song ever. So when Frank Turner does it, he's like, alright, you know that when I have this and he's a British guy so I can't mm. replicate his accent without being kind of a dick so I'm not going to. No, but he's nice like, to whenever you. I put this on, I have to play this song. Yeah. And he just goes, and he's like, just goes into the first thing. He's like, that's all we've practiced so far. He'll like do the first verse and he's like, that's it. Far out. And I love the guy. And he uh, he's written a couple books, and he talks about his songwriting process, and it's a really cool. smart dude, nice dude, from what I've seen on the internet yeah. and read. Yeah. And uh, I definitely appreciate his relationship with Fat Mike of NoFX, because they like talk shit about each other on, er- on Instagram and like make fun of each other. Yeah. But the fact that they shared this EP and that they became friends through like going to festivals in Europe and California together, really fucking it's cool. cool. Yeah, um, that's cool. Um, so he's like an acoustic songwriter, but he plays like punk rock style songs. Yeah. Like that's one of his songs that he's had since his first EP. Uh, see, I need to listen because yeah. I mean, but I just love the drums and no X, no FX. I love how he's just like smelly. Yeah, he does some weird. I don't know. I guess it's not weird shit, but it's just these fast like little double taps. I love. I just like the sound of no FX. I just. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's four dudes and then one girl that plays the keyboards, man. What if they had changed their singer? Would you think... Do you think well, you do. would still... I mean, because... Well, I mean, they're the same four guys they've always been with. Yeah. That's the coolest part about it. Because it's always been Fat Mike on bass and lead vocals. But there does are... Does he still play bass? He does. Okay. And there are still the songs where El Jefe, who's 
you know, typically a guitar player, mm. but he'll also take over on vocals and trumpet. But that's not and changing. Melvin will sing some. Yeah, but that's not changing your vocalist. So that's they, just that's uh, just that's the same core guys. And, so and, it, changed, and it's just like okay, but what about a band, a lineup change, if you will? Yeah, see, I don't know if they would sound the same, but I understand. Yeah, because a lot of bands that they can't survive changing a singer. So we were talking name about name one. Well, we were talking about the Misfits earlier today. I love, I freaking love Glenn, Glenn, Glenn Danzig. Glanzig. <laughs> He's a Jersey boy. He is. He's a Jersey boy. The whole boy. band is Jersey band. And they fucking, Misfits with Glenn Danzig, to me, is the Misfits. To me, that is, I don't know, in your face, it's a Misfit. Yeah, but I will tell you. Mm. I wasn't born when they had Glenn Danzig in the band. It's so interesting, our different um, perspectives on yeah. this. I mean, so I was born, I mean, shit, 91, and then all the subsequent, I mean, shoot, Famous Monsters was their first album back. Who? So who sings those songs? The original bass player, Jerry Only. So does he still play bass on those, or does he just sing? Or is there Both. a different bass player? Both. So he's playing bass and singing. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, Sarge does not even consider that the Misfits. Well, he was like, this is not a Misfits song. And it's so interesting how... Because they released more to albums you, with him as the singer that, than they did. Is that right? Uh, well, okay, so no, that's probably not true. Because then Danzig did come back to the band... In the 2000s. And recorded? Or just did old shit? I think... Because well, he mean, did a bunch of it. He did a I bunch of solo record, stuff. I, I'm sure they recorded Glenn Danzig. I mean, there's I'm a not, handful of solo So out. I can tell you, I only looked as far as who was the singer now, and they mm-hmm. said they were back to an original lineup and still doing stuff. I don't know if they've recorded new stuff as a full band with, like, full original lineup. Mm. I know that when Jerry only brought it back, he did more songs, and I was like, man, this is what I know. Like, the album covers that I'm seeing is, yeah. like, the ones I remember listening to so to me that's got more of an afi sound when when, that was the 90s right right no i agree but to me that has more of that sound than early 80s late 70s punk sound that horror they were the the horror like b movies yeah like they were like oh here's goth but still it had a to me it had a thicker sound than a higher pitch sound with jerry only singing maybe and, I mean, that's and that's Danzig's cool. Voice, yeah. And it took me a little bit to get used to, but I was like, oh, some of those songs come on and I like it. Well, and I like them still. And that's one of those bands that definitely, they changed their sound, but also they didn't, I mean, they they had to change their sound. Yeah, they, they did. And I mean, it was different, but it was still good. Hey, they're still playing music. They're still playing music. They're still doing what they like to do. Fucking shit changes. Um... So let's think. I mean, there's a bunch of bands that have had to change their singers. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go straight away with probably, I'm going to say the most popular change. And it's interesting that we decided to talk about this because I just read some stuff on the interwebs about yeah. it. It's going to be Van Halen. That was the one I was kind of I expecting. Yeah. grew up, grew up. 1984 was my favorite album. Then I and then I it's Van Halen, not Van Hagar. Ne, well, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> and then you know, then I learned some of the old, the earlier stuff, the Diver Down and whatnot. And um, I mean, I was a kid and I had a the T-shirt, the white white yeah. front, three quarter sleeves. Yeah. Um, the kids smoking the the cigarette on the like I had a, that band shirt, and to me those are cool. They are cool. Um, and and just. David Lee Roth singing is just 
iconic. Um, Eddie Van Halen's guitar, nothing sounds like it. The band together just fucking rocks. Now, interesting, is some of the stuff that I was reading, you can't say, and I don't want to say, think about it as as two different bands. Those songs with, uh, with Sammy Hagar, when they, when they changed those songs with Sammy Hagar, they're fucking good songs. They are good they're songs. They're fucking good songs. The band was tight with them. You might not think of it as the same band. I really think that that is one of those ones that you would categorize as two different things. But you might need to because and I I'm saying like they didn't they didn't change the Van Halen sound, I don't think. Because it was still Eddie Van Halen as the band leader, I'd say. Well in nineteen eighty four he was he was changing then. Right. Because he went from all guitar in nineteen eighty four, jump super popular, is when he got on the keyboard. Yeah. He, was, he was learning he was learning things. that thing. So change was happening then. Yeah, and they were, and and I mean, honestly, that's not a band that I even, I mean, I don't even think I ever think that it was not ever just his band. Sammy Hagar. No. Eddie's band. Right. I never think of it as anything but right. Eddie's band. It was just someone singing. Yeah. Um, uh, and his brother's playing drums. Right. But you don't realize that that dude's his brother, because they don't, you wouldn't look at him and be like, oh yeah, these guys are brothers. But that dude wails on the drums. Yeah. The Hot for Teacher the whole, intro, I don't even know how that's one drum set. I, I think, honestly, though, they're one of those bands, and it's not a sound that like I actively go after to like listen to or anything like that. But right. It, if one comes on on my Spotify shuffle... Never turning it I'm off. Not, I'm not ever going to skip it. And not only are you not skipping it, but you're getting into it without realizing it. Yeah. It's... It's um, good. And I don't mind that the change of singers, I understand that like some people are very like, oh no, it had to be with David Lee Roth. I, I get that. I understand Sammy. what you're saying, but don't be a dick. Right, and that's that's my part of my As thing. Is BFS that would say. Those guys are, well, yeah, they're they're great, and they've always, well, recently they've changed their bass player, but... Whatever. Er, Eric's a good dude. Um, but... Van Halen's one of those ones. I didn't mind the change of singer. I don't think it affected it. ACDC. Changed their singer may have made them better. So back in Black albums, the first Bon one, Scott. Bon Scott was on the first couple on the albums. First couple back in Black. His, so the guy with the little hat on, he's like Brian. That guy yeah, to me is the ACDC is ACDC. Sound. But that was when you were. A it's kid. unbelievable. No, before there wasn't there another guy before that. No, it was Bon oh, Scott. So he and was the first guy. Brian something. I don't even know that I know the difference. You would. Because when you listen... Okay, so because the the new singer, and I would say new is like a abbreviated... I think they actually have... You Axl shook Rose me all now. night long. Um, Who's that? That's on Back in Black. That's Brian. That's the new guy? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. That's the guy with the little, like the golf hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To me, that guy is ACDC. But if you listen to Highway to Hell, the original recording... That's Bon Scott. That guy's a that guy's a little deeper voice, I think. Yep, but but they're, but they're very similar. But they've also done live albums and they've re-recorded songs with Brian. I can't remember his uh, last name. So bad. You kind of get a little confused though with those guys. But like they they have they can hit the same notes. I mean, it's like that's the difference. It's, I, it's very similar as opposed to Sammy Hagar and, and David Lee Roth are not the same. Well, guy. it's like um 
my buddy and I went to see The Doors, the new Doors, I mm. guess it was at the time, but it was really just Krieger and Manzarek at the time we were in high school, mm. of the original Doors. The bass player was cool. He was mm-hmm. a new guy. And then the drummer was a replacement. Mm-hmm. And then they had the guy that sang leads uh, for Mark Wahlberg in the Rockstar movie. Never was, saw it. But he was also the singer in like Lionheart or some shit. I don't know what that Still band is. Still don't know it. Um, anyway, the dude like channeled his Jim Morrison and made it sound cool. Mm-hmm. It, he was cover. I mean, he was essentially playing the role of Mark Wahlberg in Rockstar. He was being a cover band singer pretending to be the the guy that was in the band because the guitar player and the keyboard the band leaders were like hey man this is how we play and this is the songs we're gonna play we're not writing new stuff we're just playing those yeah. same classics right um now whereas I mean I guess that Queen had to do this and they've done it twice now cause Freddie twice? Mer- yeah cause well Freddie Mercury who was first died and Paul Rogers came in I don't know anything about that Paul Rogers from Bad Company oh that wasn't really a success but it didn't sound terrible. But that Adam Lambert guy from... That was unreal. From... Yep. Uh, uh, the, the TV show where they make you a millionaire or something. But he was on something. Yeah, yeah, he was on something. Yeah. No, no, that's what it was. Um, America's Got Talent. No, something. America's Next American Top Idol? Model. American Idol. Yeah. It was an American Idol guy. Dude freaking nailed it. Dude fucking nails it. That is incredible. But that is a band going after a guy who sounds like the guy, as opposed to... Well, when they got Paul Rogers, it wasn't bad, it just was different. I know and I, and I think it matters. And it I does. think with that band, with that band and that dynamic, and what those songs were about. Because I like Queen, yeah. but to listen to a Queen album or a Queen song... It's like you're watching a movie. Right. It's not like you're just listening to a, a quick story. It's it's a mo- it's long and it's there's a beginning and an it's end theatrics. and a climax. It's yeah. very theatrical. And it's awesome, don't get me wrong. But I'm at the grocery store and I'm and I'm plugged in and I want ba 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 blowing me away for for a minute and a half. So, but like I said, it's got its place. Right. And so, and I mean, like honestly, they're not really recorded songs with Paul Rogers. And mm-hmm. They have recorded with Adam Lambert. Now, I will say, you know, we talk about how much uh, we have an affinity for the crew. How much you love Generation Swine? I don't even know what that is. Well, it's a Motley Crue album. With uh, Chris Carrappa, I believe his name was. So it's not a Motley Crue album. Well, it sure is, because three quarters of the band were there. Yeah, that, that album probably sucks. Vince Neil left. Well, it did, and that's like, you know, part of what happened was... What, they... Okay, let's go with this. I hate. I'm sorry to cut you off. You got a new singer for Queen... Let's say Brian May left with his guitar. If you don't have that sound, is it Queen? So there, I think, sometimes it's the singer, but sometimes it's the sound. And I think Vince Neil was the sound of that band. So after reading The Dirt, like not just watching the Uh, Netflix thing, because I did read the book, and all of them are actually like talking about it. Yes, please. Um, I will say... The Dirt! Man... They wanted to... They were enjoying the new sound. They liked the guy. Like, it wasn't just like he fit the bill. It was like... When Vince Neil left. 
They, I mean, Vince, or however almost, it happened, he was almost kicked out. I yeah. mean, I yeah. will say he was kicked out. Um, they liked the new guy. Yeah, but did the fans? Nah, it was too. Uh, they went too progressive. They went too audio slave. They went too. Um, they went too modern rock at the that. time, and I hate that for them because had they never had any albums out. People would have loved it, but people were used to some shit, and I think that is where oh, that's what I want it to sound like. But if you didn't know who we were, and then you heard this album, you'd have fucking loved it, right? And I always and I go back to um, something I read about Led Zeppelin. Yeah, when when they would come out and they would put out a new album, they're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? This doesn't sound anything like the other album." They're like, "This is what we're fucking putting out," and then it was a huge seller. And then they would they would like change their sound every album. Um, There's a couple of bands that do that modernly, and we should really talk about that on a different episode because mm. uh, I think we can dive into some music in this third segment. Maybe make that a thing for this uh, next season. Yeah, this, next this season that we're weeks, trying to figure man. out. It's not um, politics. It's not bullshit. It's not COVID. No, we don't COVID want to fucking and, bog you down and, and shit, guys. Uh, we like to listen to music, and I like all kinds of music, and I like music stories, and I like all that stuff that goes, and I know that you do too, and maybe that's something that we should maybe think about. Yeah, and, I mean, holy shit. Can you imagine? Like, let's think of some of the other, like, I don't want to go too deep because we're almost out of time, but, uh, I mean, just imagine some bands that could change, like, like we said, Vince Neil is the vocals for Motley Crue. And we know that that's the thing. And that's what makes them the band. Um, imagine if Rolling Stones, not even a band I'm a fan of, but imagine mm-hmm. if anyone but Mick Jagger is singing for them. Are you going to listen to him? I don't think so. Um, the Beatles. If John Lennon and Paul McCartney aren't singing harmonies, is anyone listening? Does anyone care? Um, that, I think that's a different one. I think that's because uh, they, they were, they, like Nirvana... You didn't hear shit like that before. I think. I, I, I think, think if anybody else, and I mean, you had to be tight and you had to be a, a a good core. If anybody else was putting that shit out at that point, as as tight as they were, I think yes. I think like like I said, like Nirvana, they they were the ones. Let's do a bonus segment because I have a bonus Nirvana question. We're gonna talk about it, but because we're like out of time for our regular listeners that are like hour, cool. You gotta get to work. Hey, why don't we listen to this song? Yeah. No. Sorry. Hey, have y'all ever gone to a party where you just fucking destroyed shit because it was okay? Man, this is fastest house destruction party. Like I said before, I don't know if it's got political overtones or not.
Yeah, so you wanted to do this, man. You wanted to yeah, talk yeah, a little about, bonus. Give me a little show. bonus segment on the fucking episode three of season four, man. What's up? Would you? What's up? Well, so we were talking about if you could change out the singer, and like we were like, oh, a lot of them don't really change their sound and shit, and that's okay. Mm. So what if Dave Grohl and Kirsten Novelsek had just decided to get back together six months after Nirvana had been done, because Kurt Cobain obviously was no longer alive, mm-hmm. and we're talking back in the mid-90s, right. um, and they just said, why don't we go find a new guy? I I think there was too much going on in the dynamics of that wouldn't happen. And okay, but Dave so, Grohl went so, and wrote a so whole let's say, album. So let's just say it did happen. Right, it would never be the same because when that happened, so, I'm telling you, I was in. It was my first year of college. I gr- just graduated high school, and my buddy was like, "Hey, let's go check the surf." And I told you this story, and he put this tape in the tape deck, and I was like, "I remember it." Like I don't. I guess we said earlier in the show. I don't remember a lot of stuff. I remember clear as day, being in the car, the color of the car, the po- the spot we were in the parking yeah. lot, where we let, like the exact route, and I was like, "What the fuck is this music? I haven't heard anything like this before." Right. I don't think. I don't think if you replace that singer, and try to do the same thing, it would work. Now the fact that Dave Roll went on to have success, it's it's not the same music. That's the anomaly. It's yeah. The, it's not this because it's not the same. He right. wasn't trying to replicate. You could not. Right. You could not replicate what was happening there. Now there was a lot of bands at the time that were doing it. Some may say Lucky Break. They were the guys. What whatever you want to say, that band does not make it with another singer. It just isn't going to happen. Right, and that was like the whole point I was going for was that not every band can just yeah. sub out a singer. Like, I mean, uh-uh. and that was the point of the same as Motley Crue. Same as, I mean, I'm going to say most bands. You get rid of the singer, uh, it's not the same band anymore. I, I think Van Halen, if you... That was the anomaly. If, I again, again, if you didn't know the previous catalog, which is a term I learned today, solid fucking band. It's good music. They're both solid. It just depends which one you like more. You can't say one is bad. Sometimes it's not good because you're trying to be something you're not. When Sammy Hagar came on to Van Halen, they weren't trying to be the David Lee Roth band. When whoever comes on, the ones that work, they're not trying to be the other one. Right. And I think that's what's important. Sure is. You can't, you're not replicating you're not replicating um, Nirvana. You're, it's never going to happen. It was, and I hope other people feel the way that I do about it because I was like, I love music. And I was right. like, what the holy fuck? Now, and I'm not sure if you're into it, and I'm not sure if any of our listeners care because I'm not sure what our listeners are demographic-wise. I'm, you know, we talked about this at the doctor. I'm not really... Right. Oh, oh, oh sorry, not that. <laughs> um... I thought you wanted to check my prostate with your wang. No, just a finger. It's cool, man. If you guys like it, I don't care. Or two. Whatever. No, but like Blink-182, one singer and guitar player left. And they brought in the guy from Alkaline Trio. When? Early or late? Uh, I mean, they did numerous albums with Tom, and then more recently, since 2000... When did I start teaching... So, 2016, 2017. But I mean, you had a whole full catalog with the original guy, and then you just threw another guy, and it's a different band. 
It's a different band. It different is. Different people were exposed to it. I don't think the people that but were into the But the sound was the already original. changing. I mean, the sound okay. was already developing into a more mature sound because how... And I mean, this is the one thing I wanted to, like, you know, kind of discuss was that, like, like Motley Crue was going, but people just weren't into it because I think they knew Motley Crue as Dr. Feelgood and Previous. Mm. When they heard I know Nation Swine, yeah. they were like, this is garbage to us. To me, Motley Crue is Shadow of the Devil, and it will always be. And that's not even their best album. I mean, I, it's I a good one. I don't, I, I will disagree. But Dr. Again, Feelgood is their best But album. again, maybe production-wise, but you can't take away when I... when Again, when I learned that one, I was the youngest kid on the bus, and the older kids in the back were playing out on a boombox, yeah. and I was like... And again, that was another, for me, what the fuck is... That was how I was introduced to Motley Crue. And how That's how I was introduced to Iron Maiden. And I was like, wait the fucking second! I... I love that. I must be one of these burnout kids. So, therefore, I, maybe that, you know, I was skating and doing shit, but that made me, like, realize, I think that's what I'm supposed to be. And how crazy, and I mean, I hate to think of what's on these stations now, but when I was growing up and riding the school bus, the classic rock station in town was playing Iron Maiden, Motley Crue, ACDC, and it was like, all the bands I learned to play guitar following, Led Zeppelin, like, like, you know, first one's on the bus, she's like, you guys get to set the station, we're like, yeah, play That's because Cool Shit was still playing. Cool Shit was still playing. I asked my kids, I was like, look, dude, we're gonna come into Zoom lessons, if you guys come early, just, I need all of you to email me a song, and I'll play that in order as they come in to me, so while we're waiting for the lesson for five minutes we'll play some music and there's more than one cold play like the shit these kids like is bullshit these kids you want to do something with your life get in a band and do something different right now because what's happening to these middle school kids is atrocious it's a shame they need something they need something in their life right there's now there's nothing there's nothing speaking there's to about them. to be there's about to be. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Show enough. Yeah. It's as if their radio is broken. Peace the fuck out. See you guys. <laughs>